I have to this act is, like no, things that don't. really happen. This is my radio Never voice. Bria, you don't have a radio voice. <laughs> God damn it. There's no such thing. Get rid of it. This I, is my radio voice. You have voice. to make sure that you lean in close to it. You know the worst yes. thing I see for have like you been, relationships? Have you been on radio? Yeah. <laughs> when have you been on radio? I interviews all the time. When? I, ask me about I my have movie. never been on any radio. However, this is my radio voice. Okay. At least she was honest. I, I was lying. Yeah, no, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. Nah, man. Um, yeah, she took a fucking. She took two Tide Pods to school. I don't know what that is. What you wash your clothes with? The Tide Pod, like an actual pod, the one that you buy in the storage, oh, like throw in your laundry and shit. Okay. But I think this was like dishwasher pods. I think it was okay. like Clorox pods. And there's like a challenge that little kids fucking do, where they jump on the internet and they like eat the shit, <gasps> and they YouTube themselves doing this stupid shit, and so. Shelly got the call what? from Summer's, Summer's vice principal and was like, I mean, I just got the text that was like, you know, I'm going to beat Summer's ass. She brought a, she took some Tide Pods <laughs> to school for her friend and they got caught, they got in trouble. And I was like, what the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, but what happened? I, I wouldn't even know to be mad. Dog, I was so mad, that. man. But what happens when they eat watching, that? Like, <laughs> they, they record each other, they yeah, eat they, it, or they and record they themselves. Die. Yeah. <laughs> I think some. I think one or two kids have died. I, no, oh, I would think so. That stuff is toxic. Pod. Yeah, I was about That's to say. What do you think? Ever. If you don't die, you're gonna puke your life out for the next week. There was a kid who was okay. My kid's not this kid, but okay. there was a kid that got fucking paralyzed from eating slugs. Apparently, that was an internet challenge too. These white kids are crazy. I don't know what's going on with them. Why are they eating stuff? I don't know. Is she still at the school by the by our house? No, she no. Okay, she's, um, thank thank the Lord. We are still good in that vicinity. You didn't like that? School? What do you mean? Because <laughs> if she, I mean, if they were doing that stuff at uh, that school, I mean, I'm I'm assuming they're doing it at every school. These white kids, about, this is we nationwide. Kid, bro. Yeah. Like a, when we have a, a kid, we won't be in that area. Listen, bro, it's like a hundred million two years from now. Got to quote that. That's on record right now. Okay. Hundred million two years from now. Look, man, back to the shit, man. So she brought the shit to school. And her mom told me, like I said, she told me. And then we you know what made me mad was when she got caught, she ran to the fucking like counselor and was like, she wouldn't talk to the counselor because she was upset that she had gotten in trouble. I said, dog, fuck all that. We already had a thing last year. We got into this thing where Summer was like acting like a little white girl. Like she was watching like all these white TV shows and shit. You know. What do you expect? She goes to a predominantly what, white school. What, Not you, anymore. Can, can you give an example of the school? Like, like what is what is a white TV show for a ten year old? Uh, I don't know the names. I don't know the name of the show. But I, tell you, but I say I that because I just watched Sabrina, and I, I, I want to make sure I'm not acting like a little white kid. Well, Sabrina's not a little white kid, though. She's a teenager, ain't she? Yes. Yeah, she's, I mean, in like, she's in high school. She's no, 16. No, fam, listen to me. Listen to what I say. This is the shit that I, I saw last year. Okay. So I was watching this TV show, and there was a there was a, a little girl in there. <laughs> and sorry. fucking The little girl was like hella mad at her parents or whatever, right? And her older sister was coming to town, uh, coming back from college or some shit like that. Somehow, somewhere, she discovered that her older sister was actually her mom, right? And so the little white girl was all, you know, flustered and shit, and she ran in her room, jumped on her bed, and was like, I hate my life. So Summer got in trouble one day. I forgot what happened. And she runs in the room and jumps in the bed. I hate my life. Nigga, I snatched her up so fast. Oh, we don't do that shit here. I don't know what the fuck you thought was happening, but that shows like this, you can't watch that shit because obviously, if you're emulating what you see on television, yeah, I know. we got to switch up the programming. Yeah, we'd have never watched Parenthood or In the House or any one of them shows and done no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like they're yeah. all off the air now. Well, they are, yeah. right? Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you're not gonna do that. But back to the school shit today. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, you know, me and Shelly just going back and forth, and I'm hot. So, apparently, she brought both the, the Tide Pods, or Clorox Pods is what they were. She brought them both for the one kid. The kid dropped them in the lunchroom or something like that. The lunch lady seen them, you know, and they got in trouble. Summer claims that she doesn't know what the Tide Pod challenge is. And I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here. Hey, wait, wait. But the, the cafeteria right. lady knew? Well, I don't know who knew. Like oh. Maybe the principal. Or maybe the little the other little girl said, this is the, you know, this is why. Have you, have you talked to Summer about it yet? Oh, hell yeah, I talked to her. I, I want to know the story. Like, how did she drop? What was her box? story? I don't know. Like, I don't know how like to, I don't know walking, how to drop it. was like that movie scene. Like, I don't know. They just slide across the floor. It's like, hey, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I don't know. But I know this is what she told me. So I was like, bro, okay. I, I already told Shelly I was going to whoop her ass when I seen it. Like, it's, Yikes. I'm beating your ass. Like, I'm not on some. On site. Yeah, absolutely. Site. Wait till I get she it tomorrow. Better. I'm beating your ass. But when I, I talked to Summer and I was like, hey, bro, you're one of those dumbass kids now? <laughs> she was like, no. No, obviously you're being one of those dumbass kids because <laughs> oh what you did was just a dumbass kid thing. And I'm, tired, parents, bro. and I'm tired of defending you right. and saying that I don't have a bad kid. Are you one and of And you those? keep doing out-of-pocket shit. You, I was like, so what'd you bring the Thai pods to school for? And my friend, no, that's what she said to me. But she didn't eat it. I don't give a fuck what happened. I'm telling you right now, bro. That's not that's not a reason to get you out of trouble. Right. That's your ass when I see you. Mm. And I was like, so what'd you bring it for? Because she kept asking me. I was like, oh, so you're a follower now. Oh. Your friend mm-hmm. kept asking you to bring this thing. And you brought the thing just because your friend asked you to do it. Is that what we're doing now? We're, we're jumping off a bridge. Our friend asked us to do it. That's what you're doing, huh? Why'd the friend keep asking her? Like, like, I don't know. Some of the only one that washes her clothes at school or something? I like, don't know, fam. I, I don't even want to know the backstory. Okay, okay. I, okay. Here's the thing. I'm curious. And, and I told you this before. Right. I don't ask many questions because I don't <laughs> it give matter. people the opportunity to, get, to be lied to. Right. I don't want to give you the opportunity to lie to me, right? Okay. We're just going to deal with the shit that I want to know. I don't care about the backstory and how all the shit you know, transpired. I'm dealing with what happened right now. Right. That's what you did. And you have to understand the severity of what just happened. Mm-hmm. This kid could have eaten this thing, right? Oh, I asked her, I was like, so you were about to eat this shit too? She was like, no. So why'd you have two then? If you brought it for the friend, what the fuck do you have two for? That's, cool. That's a good question. And she was like, they asked me for them? Okay, so you Who, and this... It's they now? No, well, the kid, the girl. Okay. I don't want to put... these girls... Um, it's, it's one clear? little girl. Huh? Are, are they clear are these white? Are these white children? It was no. not a white kid. It was a little Mexican it's, girl. These are Latinos. Latinos. Little, little, yeah, a little Mexican girl. Latinos. Something, something Hernandez. I don't care. <laughs> Nigga. Anyway, so look. So, so, I'm just like, so, I was like, how'd you guys even get caught? Like, what happened? <laughs> right. She says, um, she goes, you know, it was on the floor. The lunch lady seen it. She, she picked, she came over. She picked it up. You know, reported to the principal. As she fucking should have. Right. Right. And then I said, well, how did your name get brought into it? Because if you gave them to your friend and your friend had both of them, right? Mm-hmm. And she dropped one on the floor or whatever. She obviously still had the other one on her. If you didn't have it on you, you didn't have it on you. I was like, so how'd your fr- how'd they find out you were involved? Your friend snitched on you? And she said, yeah. I said, oh, oh, so now, so now, so now you're just running with a bunch of snitch-ass, stupid-ass kids. Mm. So are you telling me that you're a dumb-ass, stupid-ass, snitch-ass kid? Mm. Is that what I'm to believe here? She was like, no. Yeah, that's what I believe right now. You're just one of these fuck-off-ass kids. And then... I was like, you know, again, understand the severity of what happened, bro. Right. Like this yeah. this little girl could have went to the hospital. I was like, you know what? If she if something would have happened to her, she got paralyzed or she may have died from whatever type of poison because now she has two pods, right? Right. Uh, assuming that she eats one or both of them, how do you explain that to this little girl's parents? I said, your mom and I are responsible for you and everything that you do, every every move you make, smart, dumb, 
and different, doesn't matter, bro. We're responsible for everything that you do. Right. So now you're putting us in a position. And it's like, and you know what? If that little girl would have died, you would have been either an accessory to murder or looked at as, you know, a, a drug dealer, ultimately, because you're the one that gave her the drugs, wow. that, you know, that, that, that killed her. Very fair I know a girl who gave someone some, uh, some heroin. That person overdosed. This girl's doing life in prison. Really? Absolutely. That makes sense. It's not a game, fam. Because you gave them the drugs that they died, you know, you know, died ingesting. Now it's on you. Right. I said, dog, they, they will not have mercy on your little black ass. Right. They will try you as an adult. Do you understand? Like I said, bro, the, the, the first thing that came to my mind earlier was the uh, the Mufasa shit. He's talking to Simba. What's worse? You put Nala in danger. Yeah. You endangered your fucking friend. Yes. I was like, because imagine getting that phone call. Imagine getting, I can't imagine getting the phone call that Summer's dumbass ate a fucking Tide Pod. <laughs> And this other little girl's responsible. And I'm not going to... Because that's the dumbest fucking shit you can fucking do. Like, it, that doesn't make sense. It's pretty bad. That's like on it's YouTube and social media. Like, that's a that's It's a, a big thing. thing. And Summer was like... I was like, so you gave it to her for to do the Tide Pod Challenge? I didn't know what that was till today. Yeah, I think you're fucking lying. But let's move forward. You know, like... So she grounded. On, Summer. Is she grounded? Yeah. Like, Summer's not doing can, nothing. Can we talk about, like... So how does this work? So she did this on... That was today. Oh, this was today. This was today. Oh, okay. So this isn't... Okay, so the ass whooping should come fairly... Okay. So yeah. Shelly should have whooped her ass earlier. You can't spank a 10-year-old, though. Like, Why can't you spank a 10-year-old? I mean, does that really affect a 10-year-old? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, I, I feel like I would. I'm down to figure it out. I was in the sixth grade. You were, getting, caught, you were getting whoopings at, in the sixth I grade? I caught my worst Shay ass whooping worst ass in the sixth ever. grade. Yeah, you know. I tell her what you did. I nah, can't You know, this is our record, you know. I feel like yeah, it was, yeah, it's <laughs> definitely on record. It was already on record, brother. No, no, no. I called in a, I called in a bomb threat. Uh, Look how she looked at you. <laughs> see, you know the story. Yeah, right? I know the story. I was about to say, yeah, 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 but that yeah, yeah. deserved an ass whooping. I, call, you, we call, I called it in did during a time of Columbine. Did I get beat? Whew. Ooh, that's an understatement. So let me let me really walk you through what oh an ass whooping looked like <laughs> in my house. Like so, we had the two by fours that were Sorry. used to keep intruders out of your house in the windowsill. Yep. So my dad, we, we, it was like batting practice when we were getting spanked. Uh, we would have to put our hands <laughs> on the edge of the couch. <laughs> And look forward, so we couldn't even see the hit coming at us. So, yep. like when people tell me they got their ass whipped by a belt, I was like, "That's a luxury. I would love to see every hit coming at me." We had to look straight forward with our hands out. Like now, he literally said, "Look straight." Yeah, forward. yes, yes. He would not swing until you're you were facing straight ahead. <laughs> look straight forward. Your hands are out. So what, what that does is, you know, if your hands are out, you can't even clench your butt cheeks or your stomach tight enough to endure. This hit Ooh, that a like grown a, man like is going to give you. It's like a roller coaster you can't prepare for. Absolutely not. And you know, it, it's like a roller coaster because you know it's coming, right? Right. And yeah, so then, yeah. you know, then you're like trying to suck Damn, in. Coaster, you're trying God, to suck yeah. in your hips and, you know, you have to keep your butt out. If you suck in your hips, you get another one oh, or no. more than you already had. Like he's washing your form. I, yes. He's, he's, he's sweating the technique, the details. <laughs> so, so then when you get hit, it hurts so bad that you hear the echo of your ass getting hit. Before the pain actually kicks in, but and I then mean, wait, 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 wait! I gotta get the no, fun go, no, go, ahead, go ahead. Then you roll around on the floor, <laughs> trying to recover. You're rolling now. <laughs> rolling rolling then, on the floor. then he's giving you a speech while you're rolling around on the floor, and he tells you to get back up, and we gotta do it again. Oh well, yes. Let me let me say this real quick though. Here, here's the embarrassment. I love you, Dad. I Uncle you. Gary worked 
in the school district. Yep. Right. Yep. Shelly works in the school district. Mm-hmm. I said, I said to Summer, imagine the embarrassment you just caused your mom. Yeah. The 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 vice principal doesn't just have to call her school. She called her cell phone mm-hmm. to report you to say that you did the most asinine shit I can I can think of in this moment. There's worse shit to do, obviously, but like yeah. that's this doesn't make any sense to me. It's pretty it's dumb. That it was it's the dumb. dumbest shit ever. And like I said, you know, and it's not just a dumb thing; it's a dangerous fucking thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, I told you guys before, I don't really whip summer. Every so often, G, you know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. maybe once a year, maybe. Nice. Like because she's usually a good kid. Yeah, I mean, right. she she does bonehead shit, you know, but she does like regular kid shit. This to me is not regular kid shit. Because to break it down even further, you had to steal something out of your mom's house. You know what I'm saying? You stole it from underneath the sink. You smuggled this out, basically. Smuggled. No, that's absolutely yeah, what it was. Smuggler. I mean, yeah, no. She's a drug dealer smuggler. Because well, she thing. smuggled drugs and gave it to I a mean, Latino. I mean, do you think she really was like, man, I got to sneak these yes, because Todd Pods yeah. Someone doesn't Todd wash dishes or wash clothes. For my friends. Not even tomorrow. She had the whole weekend. It was, it was a three-day weekend. The last time she was at school was So Friday. she was like, let me just go ahead and grab these pods. Yeah, and just stash them real quick. For school on Tuesday. Nobody's going to notice them. I wonder if there's like a little Mexican gang that she had to like smuggle them for. And this was... <laughs> no, Che. No, man. It was one fucking kid. Hopefully. Hey, I was about to say, you don't know that. I don't know You don't know, know that. that. There may be a cartel ring going Here, on. Here's my thing, bro. There's Again, no You You knew cartel. it was wrong because you, you had to smuggle it out the house. You know what I'm right. saying? You didn't tell myself. You didn't tell your mom. You didn't That's tell Kelly. You didn't tell whoever. You know what I'm saying? You, you hid this away. Yeah, you knew it was wrong. You right. knew you were dead fucking wrong, and do, you know what I'm saying, taking us to school. Then I ask you, what she did? Did your friend tell you what she was gonna use it for? No. So you were just blindly fulfilling the fucking purpose, right? <laughs> That's what we do now. I saw a dog when I see you I'm wearing your ass out. Ooh, did she, she cried. Oh, on the phone? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I said, and what That's I want. You to That's all you need to do though for a daughter. Your daughter though is just you know their feelings just hurt. Oh, I, no, no. I thought that before. Don't I thought that's her. all I had to Don't do. Was tell her. Yes. That nah. I was disappointed in her. No. Nah. Someone's been on this little path lately where she's been lying. She was caught shit. in a drug smuggling ring, bro. She needs an ass whooping. She does need an ass whooping. First yeah. of all, it's not a drug smuggling ring. All I know is, bro, that you can get fucked up off of these Tide Pods and she snuck them out the house. I'm just shocked that these kids, they find the weirdest things to do these days. Yeah, we didn't do shit like this. Who invented a challenge to eat a Tide Pod? I like like that. someone bored at home. I'm going to tell you now, tomorrow's going to be a long day for Summer. Mm. No. Is she suspended? No, she's not suspended. At least I don't oh. think so. I don't think she got suspended. Can we, can we, you know, I, I liked what you said about uh, punishment before. As like far make, as, make oh. the punishment something that can actually be beneficial to them in the future. This asshole is going to be beneficial to you. Those are going to be, there's going to be other shit. I'm telling you I right liked, now. I would like to help my goddaughter out. I mean, like, you know, like making her run a, like five miles in the cold. She, she's going to do, bro, she's going to do so many wall sets, push-ups. Five push-ups. miles. Yeah. Maybe not five miles. I don't know if she's going to be For like, a 10-year-old. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because it was that stupid. But if you yeah, like, I don't know about five, but <laughs> I mean two or three. No, I'm with you though. I'm five you. miles. Yeah, I mean you got to think mm-hmm. if she does enough stupid stuff by the time she's in high school, you have an athlete on your hands. Yeah, superior. Or at least some crazy superior. form of discipline. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Or that some, somehow some way this will benefit you. Yeah. Hey, I'm saying I don't have a problem with that. I'm gonna do that. Maybe both. Two. Okay, both. You get that also. Thanks. Okay. Oh, that's gonna happen. Does that does that reduce the amount of hits that she's gonna have to endure? Or we're just balancing this out. Are you really going to give her a whooping? I'm whooping Summer's ass tomorrow. Because it's not even just about the embarrassment to me and your mom. You know what I'm saying? It's not even really about smuggling. You put this other kid's life in danger, fam. And you're smart enough to know that. 
And you're acting how does that feel as a parent though? Now that she's ten, mm-hmm. what like how does that feel? You're gonna just whoop her and just yeah. I, and I, that's the thing. I don't whoop her often, so it's not like yeah. I'm, that's that's not my go-to for summer. You know right. what I'm saying? But this is like extreme measure. This, imagine that phone call I would have got if they would have said this little girl is now in the hospital because she ate a Tide pot. Yeah. And and your daughter gave it to her. And my and my kid gave it to her, and they're not holding me and her mom responsible for whatever. We have because parents to the will cops. press charges. Yeah, their parents will press charges. Not yeah. just that the school district may have something more to say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not just that, but again, Shelly's job might be in jeopardy because she works for the school district. You don't know the repercussions that would have caused. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. as a ten year old, you don't think about that type of shit. No. You don't think about everything that would have came from that. You know what I'm saying? The reputations are solid as adults. You know, as professionals. You know what I mean? Now we have to go stand trial or spend, you know, lawyer fees. And there's a bunch of stuff that could have came from that. And again, like this little girl's life is online more than anything else. That's, yeah. that's what I care about. Cause I would hate to have been the parent that got the call that something happened to my kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, bro, I've been around kids my mm-hmm. whole life. I'm the oldest of five. I, I, I like kids, bro. I would hate for any kid that I knew for something like that to happen to them. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm not going to instantly blame the other kid or even the other family because I understand people are individuals responsible for their own actions, but I don't know how, I don't know how nice I would be to the other parents, you know what I'm saying, when it came to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. And now I gotta go have the conversation with the other parent. I told Summer tonight, you better write an apology. You better write a letter to those to that little girl's parents. And you better write a letter of apology to your mom too. Okay. Because you embarrassed your mom in front of all her colleagues. Yeah. Your mom could have possibly worked at that school. She fought to get you into that school and the daycare and a bunch of other shit. You know what I'm saying? And this is what you mm-hmm. do? Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. Like education. I said, well, Uncle Gary, you know, when you got in trouble with the school district, yeah. he was working for Seattle Public Schools. He had to carry that with him. I'm pretty sure nobody brought it to him like that, but just even the, for you to even feel that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it, was, yeah. it was in the it was in the ass-whooping speech. Uh, yeah. You ain't going to embarrass me Oops, like this. Uh, Fam, I told you straight up. There's, there's yeah. a lot of things I don't the do. The speech. He asked me what the, I think <laughs> I was a little white boy. Yeah. That's me. what I, I, I promise oh you. Oh, my God. I said, was this, a, was this a little white girl? I prayed that it was a little white girl. She got the tie pot for her. He was like, so you want to be a terrorist now? You want to be a I terrorist? I remember that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you know it what? It was just you suffering. Huh? It was just you suffering. Like, you had no... no oh, yeah. There, there was no, my brother didn't come to my rescue when I he was couldn't. little. He better not have. Uh, no, I mean, I saved him from some ass whoopings. Like, you know, I took... But he couldn't. And then, you know, they they, they took me to the... They took me to uh, the Dude, precinct. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I had the little handcuffs on. You deserved on to go. When, when, uh, when I got home. Were you um, scared? I wasn't scared of the police, and I wasn't scared of my mom. I was scared of my dad. Yeah, I wanted, that's where the fear comes I from. wanted everything in the world. Like I was cool with everything. I was like, "Look, I'll do whatever it takes. Just don't tell dad." <laughs> I don't. Hey, I, I've had those moments. You know. Oh, I've hella had those yeah, moments. Whatever it takes. Uh, just puff do, me up. Do not take yeah, me yeah. in. Look, don't do tell whatever. my dad. Cool. Leave me here. Just don't tell my dad. Yeah. And you know, come to find out, and I didn't even factor in as a sixth grader that they would have called my dad from Mercer Middle School. Of but course. My dad already knew. Like when he came home, he's where is he? And I could hear him in my room, and I was like, oh, Ooh, those know, are the worst. My mom, my mom was always trying to save me. She was like, now, Gary, nope, nope. And, you know, when she got quiet, I just knew it was it was, was over. Your ass. It was over. And I was, man, look, I don't even know how long I was down there, but I'll tell you what. Like, black, it, it's a real thing. And black you viewers, absolutely. You can get beat so bad that you're black and blue to the point where. Oh, no, I've like never a, experienced that. Yeah. Man, you're probably you a better what? kid than we were. <clears throat> we were yeah, we weren't the greatest kids. We did, we did stupid stuff. Okay, let me say this. Let's jump. I'm. One last on this note on okay. this subject okay. right now. I'm gonna be her little ass tomorrow. No problem. Count on that shit. I'm not playing. Just put the Sorry, other stuff summer. on it too. You know, like, oh no, all that, the others. Oh no, all the other stuff is gonna come. I'm just saying, 
I don't I don't whoop you. I usually think that talking is the way, you know, we talked about this, right? right. Constructive discipline and things like that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather do those things first. We're in a situation where that can't happen. This deserves right an ass whoop. Oh, absolutely. You've won, a, you've won an Oscar. And not to mention that, if this is the only thing she had done, like, recently, then it might be a different story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and I, don't, I don't think my kid's bad, but I have to stop telling myself that I have a good kid when she continues to do stupid shit. You know what I mean? I can't vouch for you no more, but I have to look at the reality and handle and approach it like that's the reality. Right. You keep doing dumb shit. I don't know why this smart, intelligent, gifted little girl is doing dumb shit, but... I don't know if you were dealing with identity problems. The fact that she ran to the counselor, bro. I told her mom, this is this cannot be the thing she continues to do is run to the counselor because she's <laughs> fucked. Who the fuck do you think? You thought that counselor was going to save you? <laughs> wait, wait. She ran to the counselor for what, though? Uh, like, what was the, the counselor going to do for her? Who knows? I didn't even ask. Because okay. I don't care. I don't give a fuck what your excuse is. <laughs> this is what I'm telling you. I need to know how all these actions add up. I don't care. Here's the thing, bro. I keep telling you. I'm not going to give you a chance right? to lie to me. They're not going to add up. <laughs> They're not. Yeah, you're going to say some stupid little kid shit. I thought I'd tell her earlier, me and your mom are smarter than you, fam. <laughs> you have to know that. That's a parent thing to say. You're not smarter than us. You're not. You'll never be smarter than us. When you get to the point where you can manipulate shit past me, bro, then I'm going to just give you the credit. But for right now, <laughs> at the age of nine going on 10, you're doing this stupid shit. I'm going to beat your ass because you got caught. And it was a very dangerous thing to do. Again, right. that's that's no, no, in that, my that's heart, true. bro, because I, I can't fathom that phone call from the other end as the other parent. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, anyway, all right, yo, this is episode nine of The Shit Show. I have Che Davis, Bria Davis. Hey, hey. Uh, newly married couple. My favorite couple in the world, by the way. Um, I love you guys. You guys two of my favorite people. Love you too, man. On thank the you, planet. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Um, For everybody out there uh, who's listened thus far and just not bored of us so far, uh, I just want to say that uh, I want to take a moment of silence for my man, Stan Lee who was influential in my childhood all the way through my adult years. Mm-hmm. Before the Marvel movies, I was reading comics. I had graphic tees, sweaters, everything. I was reading the X-Men comics as a kid, you know, and, and they uh, inspired the shit out of me and kept me afloat through some dark times. So I just want to take a moment of silence real quick for my man Stan. Uh, may he rest in peace. Thank you, sir, for all the memories. We appreciate you. Um, okay. Uh, yes. This these guys are definitely Wayne Manor alumni. Absolutely, <laughs> uh, alumni. I need, yeah, man. I need Wayne Manor I think alumni I feel t-shirts. like I'm a co-founder. Oh, you're not a co-founder. I'm about to say you no, weren't no, in no. those Joey's meetings. <laughs> you wasn't. No, I'm. I'm definitely a co-founder. No, you're okay. not. Of Wayne Manor. I was involved How? with How? you guys How? when you chose this house. You don't remember. I, who remembers? I remember the whole process. What are you when you about? when you first found that house, uh-huh. you had came to Che, yeah. and you he was like, you guys were, you know, this is his first time actually moving out of his parents' yeah. house, early twenties, mm-hmm. yeah. and I was the one that actually got him to be okay with moving out because this was like he was he wasn't he just wasn't used to having a responsibility like that at, at all. And gotcha. I don't know if it was a I was like. A specific reason why he oh, was moving out you, in Bria, that aspect. Bria, if Che does anything and you're involved, you are absolutely the reason why Che does. But I'm just, uh, I'm just saying that's why I can be considered a co-founder because. Are you talking about Wayne Manor the house or Wayne Manor the parties? No, I'm talking about the house. The house. Okay. The house. Okay. The house because you're not a co-founder, I but you're you're an influencer. I was an influence. That's right. Okay. You're an influencer. Honorary. Honorary OG. Yeah, absolutely. Honorary investor. <laughs> yeah, man. I will say, man, that everybody knows you guys' story, loves you guys. Man. Like, Aww, I said, who was I talking to yesterday? Jessica? Jessica? Yeah. That's my she guy. was like, she was like, you remember when Che 
<laughs> Purple and Jay had us go out to that girl's church, hella far out. Yeah, her yeah, and Alana. It's true. true. Yep, yep. She was, was like, true. nobody saw this coming. I said, dog, nobody saw this coming. Years. I said, yeah, I said, I feel like this man can do anything, bro. <laughs> like, you guys got married. This man can do anything ever. He can do anything. I believe it. It's been, it's been a long road, man. It, it was a very long road. Yeah, so it was me, Che, uh, Kellen, and Akeem in the house. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Bria was there sometimes. Che, when Bria came into the scene, Che was not on the scene anymore. Che was not at the house anymore. He paid rent. Still. No, that's not true. I was oh, I was friends for we were friends for a while. You guys got together though. It was over. Yeah, when you moved to Soma, I was always at your place. Uh, we were sure. Yeah, yeah, but we were yeah. yeah, we were actually together then. Though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Once oh. you guys got together, yeah, it was yeah. over yeah. for him being yeah. in the house. Yeah. We, weren't together. we didn't see no. Che no more. No, no. no you weren't gonna no. see him. Um but again, it was a nice place, I love you guys. They had a beautiful wedding in Costa Rica this past summer. It was fucking amazing. It was tight. It was my first international trip too, so it was Sweet, cool yeah, fun. man. That's the reason I got my passport. I'm about to go everywhere. God damn it. Listen, let's um, do it. Let's do it. So, yeah, let's so I have a question for you. No questions coming. Okay. You know, questions coming. What kind of panty are you, sir? Oh, okay, okay. Well, since you said it has to be uh, how you feel in the moment, <laughs> how you feel right now? What kind uh, of panty you feeling? Uh, like? I'm definitely gonna go with the thong. I feel uh, comfortable, okay, and uh, and free. How, how, how long did you think about that? You know, uh, just, <laughs> it just came to me now. I got, I got my sweats on. I got the Kay. Nike sweats. You know, I'm, I'm good in here. Feeling mad comfortable. Feeling mad comfortable. Okay, Bria, what kind of panties are you? I, I will say I too am a thong, but that's little as clothing as possible. There's no coverage, pretty much. If I could do commando. Oh, that's the thing too. <laughs> that's crazy because all the women that come on say that. Yeah, like I just don't like clothes. So. Okay. Oh, Works for me. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> I'll fuck with that. Yep. Got you. Okay. Well, thank you guys. I need a box of panties. I need a panty sponsor. I need yes. a. Oh, for sure. We should get the Vicky sponsor, bro. Nah, fuck Victoria's Secret. Oh, They're not oh, as inclusive no. as you would think they were as far as like race, color, and, and identity and all that type of shit. We just want the product. And size. No, I don't care. I don't. Oh, yeah, and size too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't support black women's wow. sizes? They don't support anything big sizes oh, or really curvy yet. size. I would love to have um, what's with Fenty. If, if I can get a Fenty, oh, uh, yeah. you know, Savage sponsor, that'd be tight. Somebody hit up. I know some people that know Rihanna. Let's get it popping. Somebody hit her up for me, please. And hey, uh, let's get this going. Huh? I said, hey, Riri. Hey, boo. She's so yeah. filthy. Re- you know, Rihanna? she's outsold Beyonce by like 100 million albums. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, bro. She's eating. Where's the facts on that? Uh, on she, the internet. She outsold Beyonce? <laughs> yeah, she's outsold Beyonce by like 100 million albums. Like, it's not even close. She sold more albums as a solo artist than Beyonce sold with Destiny's Child and her solo career. It's not close at all. Like, it's dumb. I'm going to look that up while we're... You definitely while, should. While we're doing I'm it. I'm telling you to look it so up. So, should Rihanna, then she, Rihanna should be wealthier than Beyonce? Maybe not, because she doesn't tour as often as Beyonce does either. You know what I mean? So she's not working as hard. <laughs> Rihanna does fucking everything. <laughs> what are you talking about? That woman's uh she's a, a ambassador for Barbados to the United States. Bro, she does so much shit. Rihanna's filthy. I, I didn't I didn't doubt her. I, yeah. I like Rihanna. No, she's is. no she's her acting even got better. Good for her. Yeah, I'm, absolutely. Yeah, uh what yeah, was I, that what was really that movie? Did. Uh Valerian? Uh, the cartoon? Well, the Ocean's Eight. She wasn't bad. I didn't watch Ocean's Eight, but I did see Valerian and the uh City of a She Thousand was bad Plants. in Valerian. She was yeah. bad. That was bad. No, the, she's a she's a good voice. She was she was decent, but the movie was bad. No, because she also did that cartoon where she has the voiceover, yeah. and she was. Eh. Which one? Um, 
some it was about the alien the alien came and they were trying to get the alien back to the home ship or whatever oh uh, home home, yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she wasn't bad in that though she's a better voice <clears throat> actor than beyonce is yes absolutely yes Beyonce's yes, terrible at voice acting i can agree with that one yeah what was that movie she did uh um Wait, the, the forest about? movie uh epic epic that was she was she that bad yeah right. she was pretty bad. bad in home no she wasn't you think so as the little girl she was yeah, a little girl right yeah, yeah she was. i don't think she was that bad i don't think so either but and she didn't really have a lot of lines in battleship either so we couldn't really she tell. didn't she didn't in that movie i mean but they and they used her for her sex appeal or whatever absolutely even the yeah. Thing was, yeah so i i get it in that movie but she was good in Ocean's Eight. Like, okay, if you were to typecast Rihanna, that that would work actually. She was for that. She was really good. Yeah, I did. I didn't like kinda, see it. If she's more of a stoic kind of character, yeah, Rihanna works well. That's true. She did good in Ocean's yeah. Eight. I yeah, she was. It. She was. Actually I still really don't good. think she was bad in Valerian, though. I will say, <clears throat> eh, I'll, I'll she wasn't it. bad. She wasn't bad. But I definitely thought she was bad at home. I'm not taking that, that back. Okay, no I, worries. I, I, don't, I don't know. As a voice actor, though, that's us. I want to. I want to root for Beyonce. Uh, no, I root for B too. Okay. You can root for both, man. You can do. I do, I do. I, do that's why I just didn't know she she outsold her by hundred million. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm telling you, look it up. You, Jay Z's winning. That's facts. Oh yeah, because he yeah, Rock yeah. Nation yeah. doing the thing. I like okay, it. I wanted to. Um, I've had a lot of talk with a lot of people lately about relationships and like what it takes to like you know one to even get into a relationship, how to cross the threshold from relationship to you know being engaged and then from engagement to marriage. Right. And uh, one common thing I always hear is like people use the term for better or for worse, right? And I have my own feeling on you know what that means, but as a married couple and you guys have gone through, well, tell me about your marriage journey because I know you guys have gone through marriage counseling before, right? Yeah. You guys did it the, the best way possible, in my personal opinion. Right. But yeah, premarital counseling. Pre, yeah, premarital counseling. Yeah. But like, how does how does that work? What does that mean to you? What's that term mean to you, for better or for worse? I guess you never really know until you actually are faced with that situation. The for worse part. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I guess even for better, like you don't really know what exactly to expect, but because you've made those vows. You know, and you're, mm-hmm. you're t- it's like a choice that you're choosing to stay with that person because mm-hmm. you don't have to. I know that there's plenty of people that, you know, we've talked to when we were engaged and they're like, oh, you know, well, be prepared. And oh my goodness. it was just I'm like, sure it was scary. The yeah, just, this, the advice mm-hmm. is like, it's not always a sunshine, sunshine and, and rainbows. And it's yeah. just be willing to stick it almost out like they were trying to set us up for whatever year. the worst is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, I just feel like, man, if we're if we're con- in consistent communication and we ensure that we're on the same page, yeah. you know, that worst is going to come, but we'll be there to stick through it. Whatever that uh, may be. Yeah. I, yeah. I always looked at, for better or for worse, as a ride or die situation, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, kind of how we grew up. You, you wanted somebody that was down for you. Right. And when bad, I look at it as when bad situations arise, mm-hmm. can you guys weather the storm together? I don't factor in for better or for worse. Like if you cheat on me, let's get through this kind of ordeal. I factor it in as when financial hardship falls upon us. If a death happens in the family and this is a hard moment where you need your rock to lean on. Right. Which could be, but worse could be subjective. Exactly. For everybody. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And so like in my mind, that's how I took it on. So it's not like, it's not necessarily like scenario based. It's just like. Whatever happens. Worst in the case moment. scenario. W- yeah. W- worst case, and you have to be there for that person. No matter what happens, you're going to be there for this person for the rest of your life. They can count on you. That is your accountability partner, ride or die, all the way through. It's whatever we got to do to get where we want to go mm-hmm. together. Right. So nothing should be breaking that together bond. 
but there are going to be obstacles that you have yeah. to be willing to face. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're going to choose each other every time. Every single time. And for, for a guy like me, I, I, I listen to a lot of motivational videos. So, mm-hmm. you know, the things that come to my, my mind is, you know, you want those obstacles because every obstacle presents the ability for you to grow. Right. It's, a step know, up. it's like it's like resistance in the weight room. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want to press more weight so I could get stronger. Right. If, if weight comes at this relationship, I want to press that off of us together so our bond gets stronger. Right. And when you look at it like that with your partner and you know your partner looks back at you like that, I mean, it's like whatever we got to do to be where we want to be, to yeah. have the family we want, that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And nothing gets in the way of that. So if a challenge comes, you're not like calling out for the challenge, but you're not backing down from it either. Right. And right. you're growing from it from that. Whatever comes your way in that area. I recently dealt with a situation where I I had to apply a lesson that I learned, um, you know, it's like the relationship that I'm in, right? Mm-hmm. I learned something. Never wanted the outcome to be the way that it was before the actions that I took. So I do something completely different, right? Right? You guys ever face those moments like in your relationship where you you have to apply the lesson now because we're creatures of habit, right? We want to do the right. same thing over and over. Even with ego, you think, well, I can do this again, but I hope the other person responds differently. How do you guys respond, or how do you guys? I guess react to or learn, apply the lessons that you've learned in your relationship in marriage or before because I mean there's so many stages to our relationship okay well, well it's together. both like, okay so the not just a friendship right, right. but like say you guys, are, you guys are dating let's go back 2012 to 2013 okay. you guys are dating you guys are new in this relationship how do you apply a lesson like say you do something and you know every time you do this whatever thing to you is innocent but she responds negatively to it how do you respond to like doing anything? And you do it out of earnest as well, right? Like I know like I'm doing this because I love her, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or I want her to be happy, whatever, but she doesn't respond positively to it. Right. What do you do? <clears throat> and and uh, for me in that situation, I just try to factor what the person's thinking. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't look at it from my own self standpoint. Mm-hmm. I look at it from what does uh, Bria want from me in this particular manner? Like it might be a, something as simple even we were dating is washing the dishes mm-hmm. like now for, for me you know putting them in the sink coming back later grabbing them that, that that's fine but for Bria <laughs> right. and, and you know I'm putting I could it could have in my mind I'm like I'm moving them off the counter and putting them in the sink Mm-mm. knowing thinking in my mind okay. that you know I'm trying this right. is the next step to where they need to go right like nobody should be beefing with this I, I'm gonna knock them out in the morning for sure but for Bria it was like no if you're gonna do the dishes do the dishes so when I found out that it was a problem to her, I'm now applying what she's shown me that she didn't like, and mm. I'm applying that to my future actions or my present actions. So I'm taking the past, knowing how it's going to affect the person because we've already been there, and, uh, and applying that knowledge. But I'm thinking on their end, not on my end. So I'm so, thinking so tomorrow side. night, you're eating again. Right. You clear the table or whatever. Mm-hmm. You take the dishes. You put them in the sink. Now you're washing them fully. Is it instant turnover? Instant? No. No. It, it, it's definitely. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like it's a bad. constant. It was. It was. It happened a good three or four times until I had. And this is when we actually got married and actually like lived together. 
to the point where I was like, dude, do you remember when you were going to your own house and you would get mad at people Ooh. for not washing the dishes? Oh, I need to be there. You know, I kind of, I kind of had to like it didn't make it over the marriage. No, I'm just, I'm just saying like that's you had to put it in. Yeah. I had to put it into the perspective well, of you, terrible, you taking bro. ownership because you, so you were the main one that walk in the house and Absolutely. get mad at every single person for, for no reason. the way that they're parking outside. Everything does. that the carpet wasn't clean. The dishes weren't done. Toilet Everything paper does. wasn't in the toilet in the in the bathrooms. Like taking ownership, and that's kind of where I had to give you that perspective. She didn't even live there at a point and came home nope. woofing. Always at my house. Yeah, <laughs> you've been living with Bria since 2012. <laughs> that's funny. 2012. As soon as you guys got together, it was over. We didn't see Chad no more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. But it's but it takes some time, right? I can agree oh, with that, that. That's my answer. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, I was going to say for me, it's more like I think about the effect. So instead of just thinking of, you know, how can I, you know, when you say you, how can you make Bria happy or what was Bria going to do? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking what, how is Che going to respond? How are my actions going to affect, you know, our relationship or maybe how you feel a certain way? Um, being more cognizant of those things those that you're asking of me. Mm-hmm. Just so mm-hmm. I can, you know, just because we're in that communication and I would never want to break that. Right. Um, and if I did, then that would mean that, you know, either it's not your character to shut down, but someone could easily shut down if someone right, right, doesn't right. continue to do those Shut down things. and shut you out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that then, you know, breaks that bond, breaks that communication mm-hmm. and it essentially breaks the relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Communication is key. Uh, uh, Chase said something interesting earlier. Um, I was talking to him. And he, uh, damn, what were we talking about? Bro? We were talking about um, knowing people, right? Like making a transition from dating to, you know, being married and like how easy or hard that can be, you know, how, yeah. you know, just depending yeah. on the situation. And um, he was saying that, you know, you always refer back to how long you guys have known each other. Yeah. You guys know each other for 12 difference. years now. Yeah. yeah. 13, going, going 13, on 13. 13, 13 years. Yeah. 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 And um, it's crazy. You know, so I mean, at this point, do you feel like you married your best friend? I feel like yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That should be a thing. For I sure. think I think it was easy for us to trend do that transition too. I don't think it was anything difficult because we've known each other for so long, and like you were friends before we even started dating. So I think there, I, he didn't have to necessarily zone. like we didn't. Oh, I was gonna say, you no, had to no, be. no, Bria, stop it. No, Bria, stop it. <laughs> no, 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 Bria, stop it. No, everyone knows you friend zone Che. <clears throat> I mean, but he wasn't like just sitting around waiting either. So it was, you know, I mean, we were friends. Kinda. The point is, <laughs> I mean, the point is, we didn't have to like, you know, <laughs> reveal any hidden, you know, bad nah, habits or anything will, like that because they were say, already. I will say pre- that revealed I admire, in our friendship. I will say I admire the amount of honesty <laughs> that this man has had. Yeah. Because yeah. there's definitely some shit I'd have been like, oh, we just wouldn't answer certain questions. I don't, I don't know why. why. Hey, and that's funny because, you know, uh, it's only with Bria in a relationship. Because I remember even my dad had told me once. He was like, there's a time when there's too much information. Yep. Uh, Your dad told and, me and, the same thing. And, and there is. There's, there's, too, is. Much, there's, too, there's a time there's too when there's too much information. Yeah. yeah and, I but I think with, with Bria, because we had known each other for so long, and through friendship, like, just to give some backstory mm-hmm. on how long Bria's been around, she helped. One girlfriend get her driver's license. Yes, who? To car, to car. Yeah, I wasn't gonna say that. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, you know, uh, you know. Sorry, like that, sorry. Or... Yeah, I, I Shout care. out, uh, driver's license. You're welcome. 
<laughs> yeah, helped, helped. Gave, gave my ID to get some of them in the club. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, bro. Um, she, she was supporting. Was was she was supporting friend. the girlfriends and the sneaks well before we were ever. I was a good the, friend. She was, she was literally a best friend. Like, we would, yeah. cho- we would chop it up at Applebee's. Uh, oh, yeah. Walk, like walk him through nights. his relationship problems. Real quick. I just talked to True about uh, Sean Alexander, and he was like, he don't get the love he deserves. I still don't like Alexander, Sean Alexander for that one night we was at Applebee's. Remember he wouldn't yeah, give you the yeah, autograph? Yeah. yeah. Remember you that asked shit? For one? Yeah, bro. Remember? Asked for one? I don't dog. believe that. Yes, you did, dog. That's why I asked him for, I asked him for you. I was like, yo, can the homegirl get an autograph? Oh, and he yeah. was like, nah, 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 nah bro. I'm but they do they, they do that like because uh, I've seen I've seen Cam do that as well. They, when they're out in public, they try not to sign anybody's autograph That's because everybody true, is gonna. I don't know if it's. A, I just seen I'm, it before with this that particular individual. I'm talking about. I, I see these guys all the time. That's very true. This, that doesn't always happen like that. Okay. I don't. I still don't fuck with him to this day because of that. Okay. I don't even know who that is. I mean, I don't think Sean he's doing. Anything. I don't think he's doing anything. Yeah. Like, no, this was back in like when I, he was. I, like, I remember when he was God, popular. He was. Yeah. He had just rushed for damn near two thousand yards. It was eighteen hundred something like that. Thirty-seven touchdowns or something. Bro. Thirty. No, thirty-seven was his number. Yeah, thirty-seven was his number, but it was thirty-something touchdowns. Thirty-one, I believe it was. Yeah. Because I, I think Ladanian broke that record. It was. It, it was a crazy. Anyway, amount. the running back for the Seahawks. He had the was, greatest line ever. Had the greatest left side of his line ever. ever. He rushed for 1,600 on one side, rushed for 200 on the other side. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's an actual stat. Uh, uh, they didn't want to just go ahead and blitz. They didn't, they didn't have the, uh, it was, uh, I think it was Hutch and uh, and Walter Jones. No, no, I'm just saying the defense didn't know that he was always going left. Oh, they did, but. Couldn't stop it. You got two Hall of Famers <laughs> on the left side of the That's line. Funny. It was kinda, That's actually There's funny. also 11 men on the other side of the ball. You got Hall Figure of Famers on one side, brother. Oh, okay. That's the difference. Hall of Famers are different. They're elite. <laughs> I just seen Walt the other day. That man look like he's still playing. It's yeah, different. It's probably true, too. Okay. Um, sorry. Don't remember where we were at. But um, the transition. And I, and I bring I bring this up because, again, like I said, you guys are my favorite couple ever. And I feel like you guys have gone through, like, every single part of your relationship besides cheating, which is very fortunate. So mm-hmm. God bless you both. Please don't do that shit. No. I don't want to hear it. No. I don't be on the phone with either I one of you saying on this person did X. No, I, I honestly don't believe that'll be a thing. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no. Chape, look here, brother. I'm telling you, if you fuck this up for us. <laughs> us. Yeah. Why is it always me? <laughs> I don't see Bria doing it. No, just, I, I, could, I couldn't I'm either. I'm just I not doing either. that. So. No, not even just that, but the fact that she's in here and she's committed to this relationship as much mm-hmm. as she is, bro. Yeah. Something happened. I don't know what the turning point was. Because it went from, I like this girl, I'm going to marry this girl, to being, you guys don't see this? You guys don't see that she likes me? Uh, no. Uh, no, we uh, don't. Oh, man, that's the Yeah, I was, man, I was, I, you got to speak it into existence, you know? Absolutely. You got you to see what you what want. what I say, brother? I remember we used to walk You through, can do anything. We used to walk through South Center Mall. <laughs> this, this is a true story. Like I'd be with Bria oh, and the God. squad, as you know. Every, everywhere shout we Shout out to the squad. To the squad, bro. Shout out to Toy. Shout out to uh, Taji, Taji. Jesus, peace. Je- yeah, yeah. Shout out to the, the whole team. Yeah, man. And I, w- I would ask random people. I'd be like, don't we look good together? Like, I remember the, that, actually. It doesn't make sense to me why we are not together. Now, she had a boyfriend at the time, so no, no disrespect. No disrespect. can't say no disrespect. That's a mad disrespectful <laughs> question. I saw my destiny, and I had to go after it. I'm sorry. I remember the day Auntie Paula told, uh, told you that you guys are gonna get married. Yeah. And yeah. I everybody yeah. that, that at the wedding. That was the first day she had ever seen Bria. She, yep. Yeah, it was. She pulled me yep. back in the kitchen. She's like, that's gonna be your wife. Yep, I remember that. that okay, was, mom, we're gonna go watch Tokyo Drift now. I remember that night too. <laughs> Cause I didn't go to the movies with you guys, but I pulled up afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah, you did. That, that was, was a spot. Night. That was a spot. 
Yeah, man, it was tight. Um, okay, so I, I want to shift gears real quick, kind of get into the worst part of the for better, for worse thing. Okay. So recently I had a conversation. Um, we were talking about, like, addiction, right? We were talking about addiction and, like, how you help your partner through it. But one of the biggest things that kept coming to light was that people aren't willing to help their partner through their sexual addictions. Okay. And I don't mean, like, cheating. You know what I mean? I don't mean, like, you're going outside your marriage, right? But you discover that your partner has, like, you know, is addicted to sex. Whatever that. Strong sexual appetite. Like or you know, or whatever that looks like, or like a strong sexual fetish for you know whatever it may be, right? Oh, okay. And the thing is, a lot of people don't feel like people are more willing to help their partner through drug addiction, through alcohol addiction, through something else, but people are not as willing to help their partner through uh, or stay with their partner through sexual addiction. And it's kind of baffling to me because it seems like you know, t- for me personally, right. sex will be the easiest thing to get addicted to. Yeah, it's, with your partner. Sex period. Yeah. I'm saying like it's that you for an addiction, like it's not just your partner. That's the thing. Okay, let's talk about that. Because okay. it doesn't have to be outside of your partner. It doesn't have to be that. But you can be addicted to you know, just like you'd be addicted to cocaine. That doesn't mean you're addicted to heroin, right? Yeah. It could True. just be cocaine. So if that's your whatever your thing of choice is, it could just be your partner. How do you go about handling that? Like what is the not that you guys have dealt with that, but why is it that way? And like what would you do if you found out he was addicted to sex? Right now. You think in the middle of the night, he, my man has a problem. He's with sex all the time or he's, you know, pleasuring himself all the time or he wants this of me and it's just un, an unhealthy appetite. Well, this might sound cliche, but mm-hmm. I would bring that to the Lord. Okay. That'd be my first go-to because okay. um, I am a believer. Mm-hmm. And so for me to go to God in prayer and that and to kind of ask for guidance on how to deal with that is kind of like the first step um, that I would take. And then I would also really communicate with Che if he were going through, you know, whatever that addiction may be, um, to really talk about, okay, finding that deeper thought process into, you know, why and, you know, when did it start? Really just kind of diving deeper into more of the um, the reasoning. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, some people may believe that it might be a sickness or a mental um, capacity or disability, so to speak. Um, or lacking in some areas of whatever right. they went through in their past. <clears throat> I think that people automatically just feel maybe inadequate, which is why they don't really want to communicate that to their partner. That's because my first thought, is that people lacking, start to feel inadequate. But I don't think that's that reason at all. Right. I think that it goes deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just my understanding because I have um, had people in my life who has had partners who had addictions and it had nothing to do with them. Right. It was something that was way deeper um, that they had to overcome. Right. And that's that's where I'm at with it. That's That was the stance that I took on it as well, when mm-hmm. hearing people talk about their partner who was addicted to sex. But a, a big thing is, like, because it's sex, right, and because it's with your partner, that's, this is a joint thing now, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people tend to take the stance that uh, they don't want to deal with it. They kind of push it off to the side mm-hmm. or whatever because they feel shamed. Yeah. Right? They're not, like you said, you would ask the questions, you know, try to dive deeper. Most people aren't interested in diving deeper because right. they feel like there's there's an onus on them, and that's not the yeah, necessary it's not, case it's nothing to do with them at all. And, but the, and that, that's selfish in a partnership. I mean, it is just, absolutely just in the in the understanding, full comprehending of the word partner. Right. It, it's it's my job to understand your needs, mm-hmm. just like it, and that that goes vice versa. It's your job to understand my needs, and when we're working in benefit to each other there should be effective communication. So if I have a partner, say Bria is a a sex addict Mm -hmm. or she likes a particular fetish thing. Mm -hmm. One, 
straight up. We're going to explore it because my, my girl back then and now my wife wants to explore this side of our relationship sure. mm-hmm. too. You can't shame her for it. No, not right, at all. Right, right. I, listen, listen. There's, yeah. Don't even go Okay, there. all right. But I'm just saying, you. like, you, you got to be open-minded because that this is the person that you love slash the person that you want to be with forever slash the person that you've committed yourself to. Okay. So why nothing should be outside of these boundaries, especially, you know, when you're married. Um, but outside of that, if you do think it's unhealthy, now is the communication part that comes with that partnership. Why are we not seeking an understanding of where we think a problem may be? Right. Because the only way you can effectively solve a problem, one, to address it, right. and then together find a resolution for it. Mm-hmm. That, res- that, that resolution may be that you may very well explore some of those things with your partner to help them out. Right. Or and you- that's another area, though. Like People don't, like couples don't really talk about their sexual like likes or preferences and stuff mm-hmm. like that either. I think that's something that I think that's weird. People if you just don't, don't talk about. Yeah, I think if you don't talk about those things, one, I think you're weird as fuck. But I also think that you know people just. I, I'm not gonna make you feel ashamed of you know whatever it is that you're doing or however you feel and none of that. You know what I mean? That's just me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about. It. But I think the, the fact that people, um, I think the fact that people like go into things like that selfishly is ridiculous to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I think that's. What's up? What you got? Oh, you got a hair in my eye. Oh, what what happened? I mean, I'm hair in my eye, obviously. No, no, keep going. Uh, but nah, I th- I think you know, like you can't look at it selfishly. You know what I'm saying? You can't yeah, say, you can't. How does this affect me? Like, your partner's being afflicted by something, fam. You can't just look at you know, yeah, how it affects you and you know what it's gonna take from you to do you know the work. Cause from working at Shake Shadow when I was there, you see so many people who are supportive of their of their families. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And supportive of their friends or whoever that's coming in. But that's drug and alcohol addiction. Those things are, like, self-damaging. Yeah. You're going to kill yourself if you overdose on these things. I don't know if you can kill it's yourself true. overdosing on sex. You know what I'm saying? But people always feel this, the personal it's shame. True. Like, that. people feel like, oh, I'm not enough. Yeah. You know? I don't, and it has nothing to do. I mean, it could potentially have been some trigger of some sort. You know, right, you never right, know right. that person's story. Yeah, but yeah, for yeah. them so not gotta, to, you like. talk about it. Yeah. You got You have to talk about it. And. Hopefully that their partner or significant other or spouse um, is open enough to really communicate that to them. I think that's what it really comes down to yeah. is communication. And there's being honest about whatever it is. You know yeah. what I mean? But like taking a step back, like, yo, like I didn't cause this. Mm-hmm. I didn't cause this. You know, this may have nothing to do with me. Yeah. They could have been with somebody else and still been addicted to sex. You know what I mean? Very or be true. single and be addicted to sex. You know what I'm saying? Like they I mean, they they probably brought that into their relationship. Most likely. Most likely. Yeah. It was not the first time that, you know, just because they got caught doesn't mean that it was the first time. So boom, there you go. Yeah, but it, I mean, and even I mean, again, you know, like just knowing that sexual sexual addiction doesn't mean that you're deviating from your relationship. You know, and I think that's the thing too, because people tend to like vilify the people you know who are addicted to whatever it is, right? If it's drugs and alcohol abuse, then it's like okay, I can easily point the finger at drugs and alcohol. Yeah. When it's sex, who do you point the finger at? You know what I mean? Especially if you don't know if that person cheated on you or not. If it's yeah. just like, I say just like an unhealthy sexual appetite or mm-hmm. whatever unhealthy is. But like, I was going to say, I don't really know too much about like that particular addiction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I mean, wouldn't you say that it'd be up to that person to also tell their significant other that's something that they are going through as well? I think well, with addiction, a lot of times people don't self-identify it as an addiction. 
or as a True. negative thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. People just abuse things, and then what happens is, like, saying it in the... It becomes noticeable to that other person. Or, you know, you'll... I mean, yeah, noticeable, like, you'll have a crash, or you have an overdose, you know what I'm saying? Or you'll mm-hmm. have... Say, like, take like I say, take cocaine, heroin, you know, whatever, whatever drug like that. You go OD, and then people say, I didn't even know you had an addiction. I had no idea. You know what I'm saying? That's, this is the thing. You know, or, like... Sometimes like, they might see you on a you know on a bender and it's like, bro, when did this start? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so everybody's not as observant. You know what I mean? But like with sex, like how does that become a thing? Like did they catch you watching hella porn? Probably. You know or maybe they just go dive deep into the computer, or could be. You know, maybe they're not giving them. Maybe they're not having sex, and your spouse is like. Oh, you know, why haven't we been having sex? That's a whole, yeah, that's a whole different thing. (laughs) You know, you just never know. If you're not having sex, though, I don't know if you could call the person an addict. It's like, bro, you're not having sex at all. I mean, maybe just not with their, maybe just not with their partner. Well, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't always have to be cheating, though. You know what I mean? It could just be that that person's, like, masturbating a ton. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Or, like, because it doesn't mean that, being addicted to sex, and I'm, I'm, let me just say this. I'm going to advocate for all the sex addicts out there. Not that I am one or anything like that, but I just don't want the stigma to be out there that because you're a sex addict, it doesn't mean that you're deviating from your relationship. Right. It doesn't mean that you're cheating. You know what I mean? Again, like you can have a crazy porn stash. You know what I'm saying? I think that I think that's subjective as well. I think that if you have that conversation in regards to what you define as cheating with that person, then could be. it could yeah. be defined as like cheating. You're watching hella porn, G. I feel like you're cheating on me. Or maybe you guys decide that you don't want to watch porn at all. And that, and you do, and that, that would be considered cheating. cheating. I was gonna say that's different. If you if you if make a commitment it, and yeah. then you go against it, people commit to shit all the time that you shouldn't commit to. And see, and but that's a problem. Yeah, we're not gonna watch porn. No, no, no. I'm going to still watch porn <laughs> sparingly. I have to watch it all the time. But that's honest. But that's but at that point, it's like you're you're coming to an agreement. I still feel like nah. there's, there's just a, there, there's a lapse in communication here because we should be talking about these things. Like if if you watch porn and your girl doesn't watch porn, I feel like. Does your girl want to understand why you watch porn, or do you want to understand why she doesn't watch porn? There should be. I'm gonna. Some I'm gonna ask why. Like, somebody like myself. I'm gonna ask why don't you want to watch porn? Right. Not or why don't you want me watching porn? I think is the bigger question for me. Mm-hmm. How whatever reason you have for not watching, porn, I'm just gonna accept it. Whatever you say, I'm just gonna accept because that's that's you, right? Okay. I'm not even trying to seek to change your mind. Why don't you want me watching it? Is the bigger question I have. Like, what's that control there? You know. And I mean? if she gives you a valid reason, are you going to respect that? I don't know what a valid reason is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, okay. I don't know what well, a valid what, what if she what if she feels very strongly about it? Would you respect her opinion and then choose not to do that simply because you respect your girl? It depends on if I can empathize with with whatever that reason is. Just because you feel strongly about something doesn't mean I have to go along with it. No, but because you care about her. Just because you feel strongly about something does not mean that I have to go along with it. There's it depends, be, bro. It depends on what your be reason a middle is. Ground. Like th- that, that becomes my thing in partnerships. What's the middle ground? I, I just can't completely give in to you. You can't completely give in to me. Like maybe we only watch porn on Wednesdays. Like I said sparingly. <laughs> As I said, I said sparingly. I don't have be, to. There's got to be a compromise. Is all is all I'm saying. I'm, I'm fine with gonna, it. I'm fine with a compromise, but right. I'm not. I'm not fine with just going along with something because you said it. Right. And because you felt the way. Just because you felt the way, I feel the way also. Right. That's why I'm doing whatever it is that I'm doing. It, and I can say to you, like, yo, like, you're not always around or, you know, I don't want to bug you for sex or I don't always want to initiate that with you because you might not, you might be stressed or whatever, you know, your reasons are. And I'm trying to respect your boundaries by not pushing sex onto you. So I watch porn in the meantime just to get myself off or whatever. 
You know, it's not has nothing to do with you. I'm trying to respect the boundaries that we have, or just respect you as a person. Period. That could be a thing. If she if she said okay to that, that'd be one thing. But if she says, hey, well, you know, even if it seems like I don't want to push up on me, then that's then a compromise. We, we, G. We, yeah, we have to have this conversation. Absolutely. But I'm, in that conversation, there shouldn't be. This is the this is the deal breaker. Like you're putting rules on somebody. That's absolutely. I see in your face. I think now. deal breakers are real, and and, and there are deal breakers. breakers. De- de- deal breakers are real, but deal breakers should be agreed upon in the partnership. Like at least recognized. Deal yeah. breakers should be recognized. I, I was gonna say you gotta call out your deal breakers if you're like yeah, in absolutely. A and that, that, that's for some people. It's for some people. It's if you cheat on me, I'm done. Right. That's fair. That's a deal breaker. I'm one of those people. Okay. Bet. <laughs> Granted. Right. Yeah. That's cool. I understand that now. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be a compromise around me cheating on you. No. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. But like. And and I'm not saying that like you know porn should be the end all be all or whatever, but like, you know, like if that person says, well, if you watch porn, that's a deal breaker for me. I'm really gonna have to consider this relationship now at this point in time. I was gonna say, well, at that yeah. point, it might not be you guys should stop. Might be a good fit because yeah, because I don't think that should be. I mean, opinions. I don't think that should be a deal breaker, but that's you know. Because I personally think you should watch it with me. Right? I mean, yeah, that's just me. That's just me. Yeah, no, I feel that. There's nothing wrong with watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody watches TV. They're just actors. Yeah. They get awards at the end of the day. They actually do. I, I know they do. That's the thing. What? They get awards, they get awards based on their performance. <laughs> and that's a real thing, Bria. Just as a heads up to you. Mm-hmm. It's called the AVN. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying, just just with that. Because I bring that up because um, it's kind of like a gray area where addictions are concerned. You know what I'm saying? And like like I said, we know what... what Drug addiction, people are like, yeah, like, I help my partner through that. I see them struggling, you know, and, or alcohol addiction, like, I see my partner struggling, I'm going to help him through, you know, whatever. And I've known yeah. couples that have dealt with alcoholism, you know, and some drug abuse or whatever. And those things kind of hit close to home, but they're discussed and talked about. Can, mm-hmm. can I say, I think one of the big things that people just kind of don't look into in relationships mm-hmm. is the effect of what communication has on the relationship and action has on the relationship. It's one thing to communicate something. It's another thing to actually act that very thing out that you said you were going to do. Right. And you're going to need both of those things to have a successful relationship no matter what. I think if you're communicating and upholding the actions that you guys talked about, there should not be an overwhelming problem in your relationship. But I see so often a lot of people when when relationships aren't working, you'll find that somebody in that relationship, if not both people, mm-hmm. are being selfish. Yeah, that happens a lot. And that that self-centered attitude is what tears down, I would say, a lot of relationships. I remember we were talking to one of the homies, and his idea of what his wife should be doing for him was making a sandwich when he got home. Like like preparing him a sandwich because he had come home from a long, hard day of work. And I was but but with no consideration to what she had been through. Okay. And I was just like you have to factor in communication and action-wise what the other person's thinking and feeling mm-hmm. and act on those things, and they should be doing the same thing for you as well. Right. But th- the only way you could get there is with communication, and then the success of the relationship comes with the action that you take with the knowledge you gain from the communication. Okay. Out- outside of that, if you act on self-centered, self-agenda uh, events, you're going to always run into some type of hardship if it was only beneficial to you. Right. Yeah, I feel that. I think, um, yeah, relationships can be a lot. 
Uh, marriage, I'm sure, can be a lot. Uh, it's as tricky as you make it. You can make yeah. it simple or you can overcomplicate it. I think, um, you know, I don't know. I'm not good at relationships, I guess. Not that I even seek to be at this point. It's just, you know. Why do you say that? Which part? Uh, you're not good at relationships. I heard yesterday somebody told me. Do tell. Hold on, I'm going to quote it. Hold on, because I screamed. <laughs> no problem, no problem, no problem. Somebody told me, and I'm pretty sure you'll agree with this too, which is the funny part. <laughs> uh, I probably know the person that said it to you. Yeah, but it was it was funny when I heard it because I didn't argue with it at all. Your problem is you know what's best for you more than anyone else. You're happy with your own ideas of yourself. And I heard that, and I thought about all the times that I hear people give me criticism, mm -hmm. and I say, fuck it. Like, I don't really care. Mm -hmm. You know? Because I, I honestly do feel like I need, I, I'm the driving force, and a lot of people don't give me constructive enough criticism often enough okay. for them to weigh in on the shit that I'm doing. You know, be it like, you know, relationship advice or professional career advice. I just feel like people just talk. Yeah. People just talk at you, and you've experienced this, I'm sure. You've experienced this, I'm sure. A lot of people out there, if you listen to this, I'm sure you've gotten it. People just talk at you. They're not looking to like help build yeah. you up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people just say shit. Because people always want to point out the negatives. You know, I don't like this. I don't like that. You should do this. You should do that. And it's like, but you're not even here helping me build this thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is that I'm doing, you're not helping me build it. You're just commenting on what you like and what your, whatever your preferences are. Right. So with that being said, I don't, I want to listen to you for it, bro. I have to block this shit out. And a lot of the success stories that I've, I've heard and the ones that I admire often come from somebody saying, I don't give a fuck what you think. This is what I think, and I'm going to drive this thing forward, yeah. and then I'm going to achieve the yeah, success. I mean, you're dealing with that with the film, right? Yeah. We deal with that with the podcast, photography even, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, athletes deal with that every day. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to tell you that what you should be doing, how you should be doing whatever you're doing, and then when it seems too hard for that person's mind, they tell you to give up. And I feel like I don't give a fuck about none of that. Right. You know, and so that kind of spills over to a relationship shit as well. You know what I mean? I'm doing this thing and this thing has gotten me this far. I don't know if I have the capacity to stop doing this thing for the sake of satisfying you and making you happy. I don't know that it's worth me not doing whatever it is. There's some things you can compromise about, some things you can quit all the way. Right. But the things that I hold near and dear, I'm holding those things near and dear for a reason. Like you said, you can communicate. Yeah. Excuse me. You can ask me why I'm doing the things that I'm doing, mm -hmm. but people don't seek to ask. If you said, why don't you listen to anybody? Because listening to other people's doubts and fears would have gotten me nowhere. Listen to other people's doubts about themselves and their own insecurities and their fears about what they can accomplish won't get me to the next platform, the next plateau. Me and my mom argue about this all the time. Well, I think you should not tell my mom, with total respect, you're not me, G. Right. You're doing your thing, and I respect what you've done to mm -hmm. this point, but you would have never taken this particular risk. Right. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm forced to make this risk pay off, you mm -hmm. know? I tell my dad all the time, hey, brother, you're not qualified to tell me what I should should not be doing in this category. You may want to stop. Yeah, you haven't done it. Yeah, you haven't done it. You I, Not just have you not done it, you haven't even, you haven't sought to do this thing. Right. You know what I mean? And a lot of people yeah. won't. It's a very rare space that I occupy as far as like entertainment and, you know, bringing things to people, you know what I'm saying, like in, in this creative space. At, at that point, it becomes who's giving you said knowledge, right? Absolutely. Um, I think when we're factoring in who, because everybody has to go seeking a mentor and the goal yeah. becomes to surpass your mentor. So uh, I don't think that it's not that you're not willing to take people's advice. It's who's giving it to you. Yeah. If uh, like we were just talking about Howard Stern, if Howard Stern comes in here and he's giving you advice on how to run a successful radio show or podcast. His advice is valid. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So it's who I choose to seek knowledge from. I, 
I mean, we do it all day long, society-wise. Like, why do mm-hmm. you want to go to the UW versus going to a uh, um, black a black HBCU, college or something yeah. like that? Like, some people are valuing the cultural experience. Some people are saying, nope, this is the education that you need for worldly experience. But this is where you want to get your knowledge from. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to choose to accept knowledge from people that aren't doing the things that You've I been seek that to for do. Years. You and I, I personally, but you haven't done but, what I'm seeking to do. That's, that's why I'm saying that's not a bad thing. It's just saying that, look, everybody can't come up and tell me how to fulfill my dream. Right. But there are people that have done this already. I'll take the, that advice. Yeah, absolutely. So they shouldn't, whoever is speaking to you like that, it's okay, what have you done that I should be taking your, uh, mentorship or your advice advice or or even your experience in to help cultivate the reality that I want for myself. Right. And if it has nothing to do, I'll respectfully say thank you for that story. It may not have anything to do with what I'm going to use now. I haven't got to that point yet. Well, I mean, you should, it's, but this is my character. My character is to kill him with kindness. Like, I don't, I don't need to be, I don't need to be a dick towards you because, you know, they, they teach you not to, when you're trying to be successful, it's not, don't burn any bridges. Right. So I don't want, I don't want to burn any bridges with anybody. I don't, if it's the dishwasher or the, the girl at Joey's that says something, you know, that may click years later. I've definitely had things that somebody said and I was like, wow, bro, that's, that actually makes sense now. Yeah. Didn't make sense in that moment. So I'm not going to turn anybody's knowledge off that's mm. just free information that you gave me but i don't have to factor that into my daily routine and my plan of how i plan on getting to where i'm going right. and as long as i have this kind of receptive understanding that hey i'm i'm open to hearing what people have to say but i can also walk away at any point that i want to mm. like the, that that's got to be the deal that's going on between us here just like i should be able to say something to you and may just be hey take it or leave it i just want to give this to you Right. And as long as we're exchanging like that, you see, can choose to understand or not. But you know very well that that's not the way people choose to deliver a lot of the information that they <laughs> seek to give you. Right. Because right. people often come at you like they're the authority on whatever it is. Very much so. And I'm yeah. not accepting that. Shut the fuck up talking to me. Right. Thank you. Yeah, don't. And like I said, I, I've had this conversation with my parents, man. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, hey. <laughs> Thank you for your thoughts. Don't. Stop it right there, because you're not doing the shit that I'm doing. You don't <laughs> even. You haven't endeavors. even tried to do. There the it shit is. That Best I'm of doing. luck with your endeavors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's just you know I don't know my but my approach is different than yours. Right. You're a right, lot right. nicer of a person than I am. Trey is very nice. Almost too, too nice. nice. Trey's too hella nice, nice now. Yeah. I don't know what happened. You happened, yeah, Bria. Bria. Thank no, Bria. no, I'm not a nice person when it comes to people and their opinions. But you've made him nicer. That's true. Yeah. I think I think I think more patient. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I'm willing to be more patient because of, you know, when you're in a relationship and things frustrate you, um, oh, yeah. you, you have to, <laughs> I know that well. if you, when you value that relationship a lot oh, and you have a lot of time to think about it and you talk to the people that you value yeah. the knowledge of patience is one of those key words. Time is one of those key words. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the, all these good things. Yeah. Compromise. All yeah. these things that are supposed to lead you to a better understanding of life or fulfillment in life takes takes time. So patience has to be a key ingredient in your success. Um, I think that that's why I choose it, but um, no, I'm I'm with you as far as the people that aren't uh, doing the things that they're trying to give advice about. That's very annoying. We have, 
We have friends like that, and you just have to kind of nicely shut them down. Or, as you would say, you can just tell them to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up talking to me. Don't listen to that shit. Keep shit to yourself. Right. I don't want to hear it. Okay. You guys, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. You guys are great, man. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having us on, man. Man, absolutely, man. This was going to be a reckless fucking episode like people thought it was going to be and shit. (gasps) You know? I got to change the name of the show, actually. Yeah. So uh, there, there it is. There oh, it is. Really? Are yeah. you gonna call it the poop emoji show? It's no. no the fuck? Who thought of that? <laughs> no. Fuck no. What the hell made you say that just now? No. What's wrong with him? Um, no, I'm, I'm thinking about changing it to the S word. And I'm just leaving it at that. Just the S word. You know, it's gotta be on iTunes at some point. <laughs> I, like, I like that. You could brand it like that TV show, the L word. I, don't, I haven't seen Oh, the that. lesbian show? Yeah, yeah, it's a real show. No, I'm not going to do that. No, no, branding, I'm saying like the the the, uh, the font just, and everything. Didn't we just get done talking about folks with their giving their advice and then... Absolutely. Suggestions. And now you're over here, you know what you should do? These are suggestions. No. He doesn't have to do it. I'm okay. healing up. Okay. Let's just start it. And see, he told me what I'm going to do. You know, the crazy thing is you, you knew I wasn't going to do it from Jen. I did. You I knew did. I wasn't going to do that shit. <laughs> This is what friends are for. Nah, I, uh, I told you, I saw, I showed you the sample pictures that I. Uh, oh yeah, do. You, you should definitely do those. Oh, I'm absolutely doing. I was that about shit. to say that, those that are fire. Oh, absolutely. I would do it naked if I had the body for oh, it. Oh my god, that should be tight. <laughs> I'm actually trying to work towards doing the D'Angelo video. Nice. That's just gonna be ill. Look, look, bro. Bria's got this uh, app coming out. Fit me. Uh, you got an app coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so I mean, to talk about it at all? Probably. That's in your face. No, 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 no. It's definitely uh, on the app, bro. Um, Come on, Katie. What's up? Oh, okay. okay. No, we don't have. Okay, no. All right, moving on. There it is. This has been. <laughs> We're not talking about none of that shit. There it um, is. I will say this to anybody who's listening. Though, if you made it to the end of the episode one, thank you. I appreciate you very much. That shit was very intentional because this is only on SoundCloud. So if you listen, that means you either download the app, listen at your computer, or something like that. I appreciate you greatly. Uh, but if you guys have any suggestions that I probably won't take. Please let me know. Uh, email me at andthepanties at gmail.com. That'll be tight as fuck. And the panties. Yeah, that's I, that's actually been my email just for about 10 years now. Has it been 10? And the panties. And the panties. And the panties at gmail.com. Yeah. That's fucking tight. Somebody told me that didn't believe it one time. They called me and was like, bro, what's your email address? And the panties. And the panties at gmail. I told you, bro. That's all I heard in the background. I told you, bro. I told you. Email them. Email them. Yeah. Put the subject line phone. <laughs> hey, we do need a panty sponsor though. So if you're listening to this, we need an alcohol sponsor. Re re and a panty sponsor. If you got the plug on that, or if you make draws yourself, let me know. Yes, that's good. Local. Yeah, local or whatever. We want local draws. <laughs> I want you know a local. Yeah, these Get women are now are making here. like uh, they're making their own lingerie and shit, bro. If you make draws, I need a box of draws so people can choose from them. They're gonna go into like you know. Like People that. could pick their own shit. That'd be kind of tight. That would be dope. See what I'm saying? See? That would be dope. I like you were making fun of this shit at first. I was. I, I still am. But I support. I swear, if you get a box of draws and you got to hand them out or something, bro, I'm there with you. I need you to take a picture with the draws. These are the panties you chose to be on the day. That's true. There we go. I promise you, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> Standing right next to Bria. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right, y'all. This has been The Shit Show. That's right. Again, 